This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. podcast that brings you the latest in the cutting edge of all things beauty. Lately, we've been focusing more on inner beauty. We've done shows on lasers, lipo lifts, weight loss, isocleanse, the three-day natural facelift with Dr. Pericone, the happy body, motivational podcast, breast augmentation, eye lifts, the latest injectables, eating for beauty, cooking for beauty, and the best advice anywhere to get you feeling and looking your best. Lately, with all the holidays and all the stress of the year, and this year has been so hard with the economy, we're really blessed to have a pro to help us. We have Himal Radia, the creator of Manifesting and Laws of Attraction. Himal's here to share with us the secrets to unlocking any obstacles that we have with our self-image and making it easier for us to unlock all of our potential. Welcome, Himal, and thanks so much for being with us today. Hi, Terry. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for asking me. It's lovely to be here. I'm so excited to talk to you because I think that all of our listeners, well, most of our listeners, I know some have it all together, but they're struggling with this economy. They're struggling with their self-image. They're, you know, a lot of people just kind of really lately don't feel good about themselves because they're looking in the mirror and they look tired from everything. And how do you turn it around? How do you get that motivation? Where do you get it, Himal? Well, I guess the thing for many people is, um, in, just in the example that you mentioned about the economy and everything else, I guess what happens for many people is that um, they tend to look around them and they tend to see things that don't feel very pretty, and so they, feel, they don't feel very good. And, of course, when we don't feel very good, that perpetuates and goes from there. So I guess um, what's been happening more recently is they look around and things aren't so good and money may be tight and this may be difficult. So that's what they see more of. And I think, uh, as we'll, we'll probably talk about today, is that it, it's really about putting your attention on the things that you can actually appreciate. Um, like I said, my, my blog, you were saying, is called Manifesting in Law of Attraction. And Law of Attraction is essentially, as you put your attention on something, you tend to attract something that matches that. So... You know, if you start to find something within your life that you can actually appreciate or feel good about, and if you just put your attention on there, even just um, minutely uh, put your attention on there, but don't doubt it, that just by putting your attention on it congruently, just by your focus of it, it'll grow and expand. It's like, you know, when you start to think about something, and as you just gently drift into the thought, the thought gets bigger and it expands, and uh, then you think of other uh, um, uh, aspects of the thought that you were thinking about, and it just grows and expands. So when people don't feel good, what tends to happen is they tend to habitually or very naturally just look at things that don't feel good, and it just goes from there. And then they, they find more evidence to support it, and it goes from there. It just gets bigger and bigger. So the thing to do is that, like I was saying, habitually we tend to be distracted and we tend to be drawn to, to looking at certain things in our lives, whether it's our money, uh, other things in our lives. As we look at those things, we don't feel very good. We're, we're kind of habitual in terms of the things that we look at. So what I'm suggesting is look at the things that you would like to look at in your life that actually feel good to you. I mean, let's, let's just say hypothetically that let's say financially things aren't good. Let's say work-wise maybe things aren't good, and maybe there's other things in your life, whether it's relationships or health or whatever it may be. What I talk to people about is 
Focus on the things that you actually do have in your life that you can appreciate. Now, you could have no penny in, in the bank no, uh, or a cent in the bank and start to look at what you actually do have in your life. It could even just be the fact that you're here, the fact that wonderful things have happened in your life. Just start to put your attention on something that feels better. And as you do that, without doubting it or contradicting it with other thoughts, as you do that congruently for a few seconds, maybe a few minutes, as you do that, you'll start to feel a bit better. As you do that, like I was saying earlier about the thoughts that don't feel good, as you start to put your attention on something that does, you'll start to attract more and it'll grow and it'll build from there. Um, my, my, my blog talks more about this and like, like I've done other uh, teleseminars and other events and I talk more about this in detail, but essentially, you see, when we, when we look around us, we're only seeing one aspect of what's around us. You know, we, we're, we're very much seeing the physical world, but there's far deeper level of things around us which we actually don't see, which we, which we can actually feel. But you see, we're kind of seeing the tip of the iceberg when we look around us in our lives. And what I encourage people to realize is there is actually far more around you than you see. Even the things that you would like, the dreams, the goals, the desires that you would like, they all exist uh, on, on a deeper level. They're all, they're all there. They just haven't physically come into your life yet. So when we start to look at the things that feel bad, we get into the frequency of things that feel bad, and we tend to attract more of it, and we tend to see more of it. So that's why I'm encouraging you to start to look for things that actually do feel good just for the sake of changing your frequency so that you'll start to attract thoughts that feel better, and you'll start to see things differently in your life that feel better, and you'll start to see more of it, more and more of it, and it'll grow and, and build from there. So you're saying that, you know, if we focus on the positive, obviously, and, and most of us know to do that, then you can attract more of it. But what happens when we have a catastrophe that has, you know, come into our life, whether it be, you know, the loss of a job, the loss of a spouse, something, you know, how do you deal with that? How do you say, oh, I'm going to be positive, I'm going to bring something better here? Yeah, and I was actually also going to just say that when you said about um, about most of us can think positive, well, let me um, let me just clarify that a bit more. I know um, many years ago, probably about I don't know, a couple of decades ago, there was a thing about positive thinking and so on and so on. And well, let me just clarify how I mean things. Now, many people when they think positive, when they think of thinking positive. I guess many people have an interpretation that it's kind of like, I'm going to feel good, I'm going to feel good, but behind it, they're still thinking thoughts that don't feel very good. It's more like, I'm, trying, I'm going to try and force this issue to feel good so that I can feel better and things can happen. So what I'm suggesting is genuinely, congruently feeling positive, not for the sake of feeling it, but actually doing it because you want to feel positive. Um, so, so what I would say to people, and I'll, and I'll come on to the examples that you mentioned about the catastrophes. So what I'm saying to people, though, is that um, focus on, naturally on actually what feels good. If you have a cat and you enjoy playing with your cat, do that because it genuinely you feel good. If you have children or if you know other, uh, other people who have children and you enjoy spending time with them just because it distracts you away from what's happening, do that. Those are the things I mean. Um, whereas some people, when they think about positive thinking, they think of, well, I feel good, I feel good, and they congruently don't actually feel good, but they're just saying the words and they're going through it because they think it'll help them. But you see, what's happening is they may be saying the words, but they're not shifting their vibration, which is the key of what I talk about. It's really about your vibration. Your, your thoughts have a certain vibration, and you attract things that match that. So if you're saying positive words, but you're feeling not so very good, your vibration hasn't really shifted too much. It's actually you feeling genuinely better that's where your vibration is at its most powerful to attract the, the most wonderful things that you would like. So that, that's why, when even, even when you have a catastrophe, um, so normally what happens when people have a catastrophe is they, they have a bit of a shock. Um, 
maybe a bit of uh, trauma, maybe, um, you know, it can be quite emotional when, when, when things happen, whatever it may be, whether it's health-related, job-related, relationship, maybe um, someone's left their life in some way. So the thing to do, uh, it's really about your vibration because whatever you're offering vibrationally, that's what's about to come into your life. So based on how you feel, that's the signal that you're putting out, and that's an indication of what's... Uh, on its way in your life. And of course, based on the strength of the signal you give off, that's how soon it will come. So when something happens, you really want to soothe the emotions that you have around that time. So for example, if let's say you've lost your job. So what you, what you can do is at that, at that moment, you can uh, say to yourself that um, I've, I've lost my job and I don't feel very good. And you can kind of acknowledge where you're at. So you can acknowledge it. And then you can, kind of, you can say to yourself, well, I've lost my job. I don't feel very good, but you know what? I, I, want to, I want to feel better. I want to be on my way to feeling better. So I'd like to step away from thinking too much about what's happened and maybe think about the future I would like to have. So basically, when we have a traumatic event, what tends to happen, we'll have emotions around it. And, um, of course, at that moment, we're in shock. So the thing to do at that moment is basically to get ourselves out of that, that shock. And so at that moment, we also may not find it very easy to think about things that feel good because we're just so pulled in by the emotion at that time. So it's really about what I would call softening your emotions. So at that moment, at that moment, what you do is you say to yourself things like, okay, I've just been through something that does not feel very good and I don't feel very good right now. So I'm going to allow myself some time, some space and not, not, let my get, not, not let myself get sucked into it even more and make it even bigger. I'd like to even maybe give myself some space, maybe step away from it, maybe uh, do things that allow me to distract myself momentarily from what's happened just so I can soften the emotions around it. And as I soften those emotions, I can then find my own space and start to look for things that feel better for me. Now, as you do that, um, you, you can say to yourself, you, you can do other things that take you away from it, that distract you from it momentarily. Um, you, can, you can even say to, things to yourself like, okay, I've lost my job. This meant a lot to me. It's affected my income, but I, I believe there's more on its way or good things. Uh, I, I believe that things happen for a reason and maybe I'm on my way to something better or you know, maybe this job wasn't for me, maybe there's something else on its way, um, and, and so on and so on. So you, you make statements that soften it to you. So you, again, if it's a relationship you've, you've just, uh, that's just ended, you can, you can say statements to soften your perspective on it so that you can feel a, a bit softer about it and gentler about it. And then you can then, once you uh, get some balance on it, you can then create space to start to think about the things that you would like. So to answer what you were saying about catastrophes and so on, it's really about softening and being gentle to ourselves Oftentimes, when things happen, we tend to be quite unkind to ourselves, and we maybe blame ourselves, um, and it's about being kinder to ourselves, because you see, if you're being harsh on yourself, what vibration are you offering, and what are you attracting more of? You know, if you're going to be self-critical, what vibration are you offering, and what are you pulling in more of into your life? So, so it's about being gentle with yourself and creating space for, for new things to come into your life. How do you start being gentle with yourself? If you're feeling, if you are bringing those negative emotions in, which I know right now is a very hard time for so many people, and how do you start? Right. Well, first of all, knowing that it is okay to be gentle with yourself. I mean, I think some people, sometimes they're not used to being kind to themselves. So it, 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 I think the key thing is what I said previously, which is knowing that it's really about the vibration that you're offering. You know, if you're going to be self-critical to yourself, if you're going to be blaming yourself, you may find yourself attracting people that will be blaming you also because that's what you're putting out there. <laughs> so in, in a sense, you know, you, you can be critical if you want, but that's what you're, what you're going to be attracting more of. So 
in terms of how can you be gentle with yourself, it's really about being kind to yourself, knowing that, you know, what is the vibration you want to be offering? By you being kind to yourself, you're creating that path for other things to come, to come your way. And as you do that for yourself, you're opening the path for things to come into your life. Sometimes um, we may not know the solutions around the corner, and as we allow ourselves to be gentle with ourselves, we're offering the vibration, the frequency, to allow that to come into our lives. So, you know, but by doing that, we're allowing it to come in. By being critical, we're actually offering sort of a bit of resistance for, things, for good things to come to us because we're putting out that vibe. So how do you teach people around you to respect your feelings? A lot of people are naysayers and they're like, oh, that's a bunch of baloney and, and that kind of stuff. You just have to believe in yourself, correct? Yeah, that's right. And uh, I would also say that um, step away from what other people think because, you see, it's really about you and your feelings. No one can actually step into your shoes and feel what you're feeling. Uh, people will say to you, you need to do this, you need to do that. Check in with how you feel about that because if it feels uncomfortable to you, that's not the best thing for you at that moment. Um, so um, ch ch check in with your own feelings. In terms of naysayers, yes, I mean, there'll be people who won't believe stuff. Um, but, you see, I mean, there's loads of um, quotes around about, you know, uh, uh, all, all the wonderful things that have happened in our world have happened because someone believed in something and it happened rather than believing in the naysayers. So um, that, that's just uh, uh, some of the quotes that we see around. But essentially it is about you following your belief and your faith and what you feel. No, no one can be in those shoes. Um, so it's about stepping into what you believe. What I often say to people is, you know, ask yourself right now in the situation that you're in, write down three or five things or seven things or as many as you like that you feel would be good to do right now or helpful in your situation. Situation. Then look through the list and scan them and just say to yourself which ones feel the best and the most appealing and start from there. And it's about you tuning into your feelings and following what feels best to you. Well, I believe it can happen. I once won two cars in one year. <laughs> and, I, and I really thought I was going to win the car. I kept selling tickets to these charities and I thought, you know, I think I'm going to win a car. And I, and I did. <laughs> and I had actually said to my dad, Dad, do you want to buy a ticket so that you could win a Lexus? And he goes, the chances of you winning are nil. And guess who won? Me. <laughs> I won the car and he was the first person I called. <laughs> You know, I think the other thing I've discovered, sometimes it's not even the fact that we have to believe it. Sometimes it's just the fact that we don't disbelieve it and we allow the path for it to come to us as well sometimes. Because sometimes people will have things happen and they say, oh, how did that happen? And the fact was that they didn't, dis they didn't necessarily think about it or believe it, but they didn't disbelieve it, and so the path was open for it to come to them as well. I did believe that. That's exactly how I felt. I, I thought, well, you know, it could happen. You never know. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And, and I mean, you, you were asking earlier about, um, you know, when people have certain situations and how can they feel good and, and so on. I mean, I'll give you an example. As a client I worked with um, a few months ago, she approached me and she said, you know, I, I actually have a health issue. She said, I have um, an issue with my brain. Uh, she, she was in her early 50s. She'd had this issue since her late teens. And basically, she couldn't read words. She couldn't read uh, books and so on because the words would, would cloud over. A dyslexia. Um, it was actually some sort of, I think, a neurological thing rather than dyslexia, uh -huh. I believe. Um, so um, she said, you know, could you help me with it? And I, and I said, well, look, I don't actually promise physiological results, but I can help the way that you feel. And I do tend to believe that things, as you change the way that you feel, your own vibration changes. And I, I believe all things are possible, including physiologically related. So I do believe that, you know, if we can get you into a great, uh, good feeling place, I think things can happen. But obviously... It's up to you if you want to sort of go down this road. And she said, yes, I, I'd like to. So we uh, normally I, would, I have um, hourly sessions with my clients. So we, we, what we've decided, we'd split the first one into 30 minutes and 30 minutes next week. So what we did, um, 
I got her to start to focus on things in her life that she appreciated. So this woman, I mean, in the conversation as we talked, I could tell that she liked things like nature and, and so on and so on. So it, it just happened to come up conversationally. So I said to her, I want you to think, I want you to write a list of what you like in nature, what you enjoy, you know, because I could hear when she would talk about nature, just naturally it came up in conversation. She would just talk about the fields where she was living uh, and the, the wildlife and so on and so on. So I said, I just want you to write to me about what, the wildlife, the nature, where you live, and I'd like you to send me that, uh, send me that by email. So she did that the next day, and we carried on doing that. Now, the first conversation was on a Thursday. By Sunday, she actually emailed me, and she'd never worked with anyone on this type of thing with the way that I do. I mean, she'd worked with other practitioners and so on, but again, for, for decades, she'd not had any movement. By the Sunday, she'd emailed me and said, Hemel, I've had all sorts of things happen in the last few days. Um, I, first of all, she said, I can actually start to read words, and I've actually started reading a book which I've not been able to read for five years, she said. And she, she also said, I, I've also, I'm also finding that people are complimenting me. When I go into town, people are saying nice things to me. And uh, again, if you think about what I got her to do, I got her to focus on things that felt good, which create a wonderful feeling within us. And also, I got her to focus on things that she appreciated within herself. So, so, so she was putting out that vibe, and people were picking up on it. So people could also see what was wonderful about her because she was in that same place herself. So that's, that's kind of how that started. And then the, the, uh, what happened with that was within a couple of weeks of us starting to work together, um, we, we were talking every week. Within about two weeks, she said to me, Hemel, since I've been working with you for the last two weeks, I've read three books, and though, that's three books more than I have read in the last five years, and I feel good about my life. And basically what happened is... Um, she, she, she was doing things she couldn't do for decades, and now she's actually learning courses and learning other things, and she's actually looking to work with clients herself using other therapeutic techniques she's, she's learning along the way. And she just opened up her life and experiencing wonderful things just by getting into her flow and focusing on what feels good. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Now, how do you help people focus on their vibrations? You talk so much about vibrations, and I get it, but how can you help our listeners get it? Okay, so again, I would just say start with something that feels good. Now, for many people, what often happens is that habitually they're just so used to, um, if you want to use these terms such as self-talk that's critical to themselves or not kind to themselves. Um, so you want to sort of put that aside, and even if it's just having a blank mind, a, a clear screen, so to speak, um, and then just start to think about something that feels good. Maybe make a list of three or five things in your life that you appreciate. So it could be whatever it may be. It could be your children. It could be your job. It could be your coat. It could be the fact that you, know, you have a beautiful garden or there's a certain flower in your garden. It's just finding anything that you can appreciate. Because, you see, it's not about the thing that you write on the list. It's about how you feel about it. It's about the vibration. So, you know, for example, you could have a certain chair that you absolutely adore and feel wonderful sitting in, um, but it, and it feels great. Um, for most people, you know, they'll write things like children and pets and things that are of value to them, but it's, it's anything that gets you to feel a certain way. It could be a certain memory that you've got that when you think about it melts your heart or you soften or you smile. Um, it's just start to think about things that feel good and think about another thing and another thing and what, what some people do is every night before they go to bed, they, they write down 10 things they appreciate in their life, or in the morning they do that, or, or twice a day. And again, that's getting them to focus on the things that they appreciate. And, and then the other thing to, to do or not to do is don't focus on what's wrong. Because again, whatever you put your attention to, you magnify. That's it. Wherever you put your attention, that's going to magnify. So be aware of where you're putting your thoughts to during the day. That's the key thing. Um, so many people might 
focus on good things, but then during the day, they'll, they'll start to focus on what's wrong and what could go wrong, and they could get fearful, and they're kind of contradicting all the other good work they're doing. Well, what if it really is wrong? What if, what if, and one of the questions on your website, I like this, how can you move through the pain of losing someone you love to be happy again? That's one of the questions. And, and so let, that's a feeling of you're down and in the dumps big time. So how do you start there when you're in shock, like you said, and unhappy and all those things? Right. So it's really about, um, I think the key thing that we're getting at overall, overall here is that regardless of what's happening around you, it's really about how you feel. That's the key thing. So you said, well, I think the way you phrased right. it is what about, what, I think the way you phrased it was what about when things are really wrong. But, but this is the thing. It, it's about shifting your, your belief that everything, something has to always be wrong or something has to be wrong. It's about shifting that viewpoint to a viewpoint of, no matter what's happening around me, I want to find something that's kinder to me so that I can attract things. Because uh, this is the thing. If you believe that you're really in a stuck problem, that's the vibration you're offering, and you'll be in a stuck problem, and you'll be there until you can move yourself out of it. Um, so Yeah, that's good advice. Very good. Because that's the thing. If you're in a stuck situation, and you're saying things like, oh, this is just so bad, it's going to get so worse, and this will happen, and that will happen, it's going to destroy me, and this, what will this person think, and so on, and you're magnifying that side of things, and you notice how it feels. It's making you feel even worse, which is the opposite direction to where you want to be going. Um, so what we're saying is doing the same thing, but flipping it around to how you want things to be. Because you see, the fears that you're projecting there, they're not necessarily real at that point in terms of those things. Those things are not certain to happen. Those are your, you projecting certain fears at, at that moment in time. And it's the same with you flipping it around and saying things like, well, as bad as it is, I hope I can turn this around. I hope that it can get better. Maybe it might even be better than I think it might be. Maybe things will work out. So you, you're kind of doing the same thing but the other way around. Um, you're, 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 so you're using it to soften the emotion and feel better um, than to go in the other direction. The other thing is, I think it's also individual in the sense that, you know, some people can be unkind to themselves and they, maybe they need to go through this to learn to be kinder to themselves. So, you know, we're kind of telling them this is the way to do things, but, you know, sometimes people may not sort of believe it and they can, they can try this and find out for themselves. Sometimes we experientially go through things and then we realize, hang on, I can't keep doing this to myself. I need to be a bit kinder to myself. So it's about people finding this for themselves in a way that, that flows for them. I do have a friend that was complaining and complaining and writing me these emails about how bad everything was and I just said, you know, perhaps you need to be more positive and put positive things out there and, you know, read the secret and all these kinds of things. And, and he wrote back and said, he, he gave me a link for some book that was the problem of the world of, the, of you know, believing spiritually, blah, blah, blah. And I just wrote back, I said, well, then you win. You win. <laughs> Well, that's right. I mean, you know the saying, whatever you believe, you're right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, I, I find that with some people where they really want to believe something. I mean, I don't actually experience that because I think now when people come across me, I mean, like on Facebook or Twitter, they know my vibe, so they know what's happening. And there, there are some people occasionally who will come across me and they'll want to get into a debate, and I'm not looking for a debate. So I'll, I'll respond to them and I'll say, well, look, you know, you're totally entitled to your views, and so am I, and I wish you all the best, you know. Um, and they say, no, but you need to prove what you're talking about. I said, no, I don't. You know, I'm happy with my views. You, you, can, you can have your views. I don't want to debate them. You're welcome to them. Um, I'm happy with mine. <laughs> and uh, it's a free world, and we're all allowed to believe what we want, and we'll attract what we do believe anyway so you'll you'll find the evidence for what you believe and so will i <laughs> and it is true that you do attract it and it, it does happen for you but you know and it, but even the most positive person can get into a, a bad place and so what you're saying is really good you're saying to write the positive down let's kind of recap what you're saying to do yeah. okay 
Um, so and the other thing, by the way, you're saying even the most positive person can get themselves into a situation. And, and this is the thing I'll say is that, you know, this is, this is what life is about. It's about us having situations and, and growing and expanding and dealing with them. So, so it's never about being harsh on ourselves, no matter who we are, whether we're the most positive person or the most negative. It's okay, whoever you are and wherever you're at. It's just about being kinder to yourself and getting into a good flow. Um, so to summarize, if you're in a bit of a situation, the first thing is try not to make it worse by focusing on what could go wrong and what could be even bigger because, again, where you focus your attention, that's in likelihood where you're going to head more towards. So, uh, so allow yourself not to do that. Soften the situation a bit. Just uh, say some statements or maybe write down some statements that feel a bit better to you than, than what's happening. So, for example, I may have lost my job or even I may have been sacked, but, you know, I want to turn, turn this around and feel better about myself. I want to get something that will feel better. Maybe this was the right thing to happen. Um, and, you know, you may not necessarily believe all of these, but you're just trying to say something that you'll connect with that will feel better for you and will feel the right thing. So you, so you then soften the situation of where you're at. You, you can keep softening yourself and getting to a better and better place or more, more of a balanced place. Then what might happen is eventually you might get at peace with the situation. You, 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 you may not necessarily be feeling totally bright and alive, but you won't be feeling so bad. You might be at more of a neutral place. So at that point, you'll have created space because emotions take up time and energy within us. They take up a lot of energy. So once you've cleared those emotions just by softening where you're at, you'll have space to focus on emotions that feel better. So you can say to yourself things like, Right, well, what would I like with my life? So the next job that will come into my life, what would I like? How would I like it to be? You know earlier when I said about when things go wrong and we tend to focus on what's going to get worse? Well, now when you've got this space, focus on what could get better. Use the same tool to, or the same way to think about how you'd like things to be. So, for example... Uh, so right now I don't have work, but the next job I'd like, I'd like this there, and I'd like to work in this location. I'd like to work with these sorts of people, and the people I work with, with, work with will be positive and inspiring and lovely and friendly, and, and, and my job will pay me this much, and that, wouldn't that be wonderful? And you're allowing yourself to daydream just to feel good. And, you know, is that reality? No, not necessarily. Is it offering a better vibration? Yes. And is that going to affect my, or can that affect my reality? Yes, it can, because you're putting out a better vibration, and you're allowing yourself to, to pull better things to you. Well, Himal, thank you so much. We're running out of time. And I would love to have you back because I think that's such good advice for people and to find their inner beauty and their inner strength and focus on the positive. And I think sometimes that's just so simple what you're saying, but I totally get it. And I hope that our listeners can get it. And, and you can go to personallifemedia.com, and we are going to have all Himal's links, and you can find his great, website and he's going to be coming out with a book and we're going to have him back and thank you again for being with us if you guys have any questions for me please email me at teri at personallifemedia.com if you'd like a transcript of today's show go to personallifemedia.com and thank you so much Hemo, for all your secrets and we appreciate it my pleasure thank you for having me it's been an absolute delight thank you very much and we'll have you back thanks so much thank you yeah it would be a pleasure find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com 